Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Monday, and it looks as if we had a follow-through day on Friday, and that is sort of a signal to start moving into the market. Now, we had that signal for a follow-through day on Friday, but we also had, and I want to show you this, we also had a tremendous uh tanking of Chinese stocks. So if you're in any Chinese stocks, please review these stocks. Lyoto, uh, NEO, those kind of stocks. Please do that because they have fallen tremendously. Uh, and uh, it's just, a, it's pretty much a bloodbath out there. So here's the thing. Um, you know, who knows if they're going to come back or not? I don't know. Uh, I'm not an expert, but I tell you what, the, the, uh, uh, they're clamping down on many of the Chinese firms. So if you're in like Neo or Lyoto or anything like that, please consider selling them if you're down at more than 7%. Uh, the market did move to a confirmed uptrend. And what this means is that we got a bounce finally. Um, you know, I know the, the news out there is terrible in every shape, way, and form. And it's just, it's just awful. But uh, that sometimes is when the market moves, and it's uh, I think that's definitely the case here this time. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna definitely see that this this time as well. So, um, you know, now is the time to start looking for things that possibly may make sense to buy, and uh, you know, that's kind of the that's that's kind of the situation here. That's what I've been doing this the today is I've been buying. Uh, many of the, I've been buying many of the, um, uh, you know, many of the things. And I'm going to show you that in just a second. But uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. When these when these fall through days happen, everybody kind of gives up hope, and then you know you get a fall through day and you get a bounce. Now, do I think this is going to be a long term bounce? Probably not. Uh, you know, I still think we're in a downward trend in the market, but uh, you know, these are buying opportunities. Um, and here's kind of what I want to show you about the Chinese stocks. Uh, there is an ETF that covers the Chinese market. It's called the Investo, Invesco Golden Dragon. And the uh, symbol on this one is PGJ. And uh, today it was down almost 25%. You can see a tremendous amount of selling coming into the Chinese names. And it just is not looking you know, it's just not looking good uh, for those names. So just be very, very careful here. Uh, as you can see, it's been uh, it's been in a downward trend really for a year. Uh, it did kind of hit its uh, kind of hit its top, and now it's just starting to sell off. So part of the problem here is not the profitability necessarily of some of these firms. The problem is the um, the overall political situation in China, and it's it's a lot of risk there in terms of that. So. Be very, very careful when it when it comes to Chinese stocks. Here's kind of what I've been doing, uh, you know, in, in kind of what I've been doing. Now, on Friday, I was in ExxonMobil and AEHR, uh, uh, and I added Lilly. Today, I added two more ASML. This is a semiconductor equipment manufacturer. And, of course, because of the movement away from a lot of the Chinese foundries, um, especially, well, let me explain that. In Taiwan, there's going to be building of foundries all over the world, uh, both in Europe and in the United States. And one of the key components of this is lithography. And ASML is the world leader in lithography. It was up today. 
uh, the 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 buying was up 104 percent, and uh, the stock itself was up 11.42. So, all in all, uh, I did uh, I I'm along all of these stocks now. Also, I did do something, and I may regret it. I shorted Tesla today, uh, just a half position, kind of a small short for me, but uh, I shorted Tesla because I do think that you know it's this is a very key. Uh, uh, key area that it's gotten to that's about the 206 level. Uh, it was it was it 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 uh, it uh, traded up a little bit to 211. I started it actually at 206. So I've I'm a little bit down on this position. But if we get uh, if we get a movement down from the um, down from the 21 day line, I think that we'll see some some action on this one. Interestingly enough, before it was extremely hard to borrow shares for Tesla, and that has essentially changed. So interesting thing uh, going on with Tesla shares. You can seemingly, seemingly can now borrow them, which is a very interesting, um, you know, which is, which, is a, which is a very interesting situation. Just wanted to put up there also that uh, we still have the, um, we, we still have the, uh, there we go. We still have the ready list available. Uh, for everyone, let me see if I can make sure that that's in the in the frame here for TikTok. Uh, that's at https colon bitly bit dot ly slash dtf underscore. You can't really see this rl. So what I'm going to do is I'll just put this up on the screen here so that everyone can see it. And let's see if we can we can do that. This is the this is the ready. This is the uh, oops no. This is the this is the ready. Le- oh no, it's not the right one either. Uh, this is this is the ready list. There we go. There we go. All right. This is this is our ready list here. So we'll just kind of run that crawler down at the bottom of the screen. Hope you'll be able to see it. And also, uh, I'll put that into the comments uh, as well, so everyone everyone can see that. So thanks. And uh, here we go. So let's take some questions here. Thank you so much, uh, Charles. You're always on the list. I just want to take from Sarah first, if I could. Jim, I'm 100% in cash. <laughs> Please give me a sticker. I will buy. Thank you. Well, you know what? I think what you can do, at least in this term, at least in the short term, is move to, um, you know, is 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 move over to the UPRO. I think that's kind of the easy way to kind of, kind of, um, uh, and this is what I did too. I actually bought some, some of this, uh, some some of this today. So, uh, this is one I kind of want to show you. This is one I think you can just go into right away. Uh, it's it's called the U Pro, and uh, I didn't put the right one on. There we go. So it's U Pro, U P R O. And I think that you know at least for a short term, this is this is where you can sort of move into the market. Um, and you know, again, this uptrend may not be for all that long, but at least for right now, I think this is going to give us some good opportunity here. And this is, um, you know, it's a little bit off after hours. It's I, you can see here where I bought a half position at thirty-two nineteen. We're up actually a little bit today, thirty-three eleven here. I do think we're going to turn the corner here, hopefully, on this one, drawing the drawing the trend line here you can see we've moved from a downward trend to an upward trend just barely but what i like seeing is all of this volume coming in here these are the blue spikes here and so this is one i definitely think that you could possibly 
uh, you know, you 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 could you could possibly do something with. It's called the UPRO U P R O, and I think that that might be at least for the time being. Now, here's the thing with the UPRO: you want to buy it, and you want to keep your your stop losses within about two or three percent on this one, because this one, when the market moves down, this one will change. So. Um, you know, see how it trades in the morning tomorrow. If it's a little bit of a pullback, this one might be a good one to go with. Uh, you know, this 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 one might be a good one to go with as you're trying to come uh, as as you're trying to come into the market. So, this is called the UPRO, and uh, it's an ETF, but it covers. Uh, you know, it's a it's leveraged, and I think that you might uh, might do well with that one. So, I'm definitely in that one uh, as well. Let's see, if I can show you my position in the UPRO. I think, did I have it up here? Let me make sure. Uh, let's see if I, let's see if I had, a, yes, UPRO. I bought the UPRO today uh, and we were up uh, and the volume was up as well. So that's one I consider, consider. Um, you probably don't want to buy uh, AMSL right now because it's such an expensive stock. It's like $471 a share, which is kind of expensive. Um, I'm also up on Lily, which is eh, looking pretty good, and you can still buy Exxon as well. Those are the ones I have now. If you if if you want to look at other ones that are getting on the ready list, again, that's just super easy. Just go over, uh, you know, just 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 go over and uh, you know join the join the um, uh, you know just just go over and get the the list from that. So let's see if I got that. Oh, did I have that up here? Well, I I definitely have the I definitely have it on uh, the slides here. So let's put that up there. Oh, okay. Let's see if I got the slides up here. So, and I need to put this in the. Uh, there we go. So this is the address um, for the ready list. Super easy to get it. Just https colon slash slash bitly slash DTF, and there's an underscore here, RL. So let me just uh, put that into the comments list for everybody. This is the ready list. And that's available at uh, HTTPS colon slash slash bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash E-T-F underscore R-L. So there we go. All right, so that's put that out there to everyone. There we go. So that's kind of, so everybody that's on uh, either Facebook, uh, YouTube, or in Instagram, I guess I can't post to some destinations. Okay, well I posted to most of the destinations, so hopefully we'll see those there. But that's the address uh, that you want to see for the um, for the for the list there. Okay, well thanks there. All right, Bombadoc, um, follow-up from Friday. Bought some PBR at 15.27, put a stop in at 13.80, hoping for a bounce off the 21-day uh, moving average. Um, decided to keep my job. <laughs> it's a good idea right now. Uh, any thoughts uh, on the best price to uh, to have the stop? Thanks, great. Okay, well, let's look at, um, let's just jump on over here to, uh, PBR. This is a. This is not Paps the Riven. <laughs> I just want to put that out there for the for everybody. This is this is this is not Paps the Riven. Uh, the, this is um, 
this is the this is the Petrobras, which is the Brazilian national oil company. And the question is where to put your stop. That's a very, very good question. It's coming in here with a cup. And the buy point on this one is 15.45. We're below that just barely. We, what happened is we came up, and this this so often happens, and this is one of the reasons why you know it's this is a tricky market. Uh, but basically, we came right up to the to the, to the buy point. It punched through, and then boom! That was this was Friday, here, and then it got it just pushed back down to the um, uh, almost to the 50-day moving average. Here's where I would put my stop loss i would probably put it down here at and let's look at the technicals here on the daily chart because that's going to give us the, the 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 index lines and let's put it oops let's uh put that over there let's see okay so we're going to go here with the daily chart and for some reason i am it's not letting me go there we go so this is pbr and we're going to move over to, well, it, there we go. Okay, so on the technicals, yeah, there we go. So here's where I think that you, you could possibly put the, um, the stop loss. And that would be at the 50-day line. Uh, and we're still a little bit above that 50-day line. And let's see, that would be 1368 would be where I would consider putting um, – 1638 would be where I would consider putting the stop loss for PBR. And that's basically at the 50 day line. So um, 1368 stop loss for PBR. And that's the um, 50 day moving average. So basically, what we're doing there is we're putting it basically at 1638, which is just is basically this little red line here. Uh, I definitely think it's going to get some support there. That's where I would kind of bow out uh, if I had to, would be at that 50-day moving average at about uh, 1368. Uh, I think that's going to give you uh, the best, sort of the best, the, the, the best bang for the buck there. So um so that's pretty pretty much it i you know 1368 so you went into pbr i think we will get uh you so see you're at 1380 yeah that's about right i would go probably down to the 50-day line only because a lot of traders are going to be trading on that so that's what i would do so i that's that's actually pretty good i think you're going to get a bounce here uh, it's you know it's all it's that's that's kind of the that's kind of the record now let's go over for charles over to axon mobile and uh see what we've got see what we've got with Exxon uh, Mobile. Let me see if I can get the XOM. And by the way, this is, uh, this is a large part of, um, this, this, is a, this is a large part of um, the uh, XLE uh, Spider, uh, the, the Spider Select for Energy is this. Now today we, we were looking pretty nice. We're in still in the buy zone on this one. I still think this is viable. As you can see, I started buying it back here on the uh, eight on the uh, let's see sixth of sixth uh, of August. So I've been in a while. I started it at when it gapped up here in the in the reversal. It came above that reversal line. That's sort of where I started piling in. Now, by the way, I just sold a a call on this one. I don't know if you're familiar with how you know I do this sometimes, but uh, 
what what I do if I have a hundred shares, if I have hundred shares of the of the of the um, of a stock, and I want to lock in some profits, many times what I will do is sell a call. I sold a November eighteen. Uh, 103 call. So even though it's above this, I, I, you know, if I get exercise, I keep the $610, take a little bit of a haircut, of course, on my average price. But um, if it goes up, if it's above that, of course, I won't get called. Uh, and then of course, um, and, and, and then of course, of course, I'll just keep the money. But this is a good way if you have profits in a, in a volatile market and you have a relatively stable stock and um, this has really been the case with Exxon. It's in the buy range now. Uh, so I did I did uh, acquire just about 100 shares of it, and then I've sold a call against it. So this gives a nice uh, return on equity. This is kind of a strategy that I use in sort of a kind of an uncertain sideways type market. So, um, But I definitely think it's still viable. And uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, think, I definitely think it's still viable and can be can be possibly a very good a, a very good deal all right let's look at the tlt for charles uh buy at 20 bucks for long term hmm right, let's look at let's look at the tlt for everybody out there the tlt is a bond etf and uh this is the 20 year treasury bonds this is the um you know the, this is this it's it's been sort of in this downward trend uh you know, it's it's been sort of, it's been sort of in this downward trend, as you can see, um, and uh, you know, so it's 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 kind of tough. Uh, uh, you know, I I don't know if I could recommend it, but I definitely think here's the thing about bonds, and I think you got to kind of kind of um, put this into perspective. If bond interest rates go up, the value of the bonds go down. So there are several ways to benefit from this. With an ETF, there's a called a there's an ETF called the TBT, which is the double inverse of this. And I want to show you that one, and I want to compare it. Um, see, this is the this is the 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 TLT, which is the long term. So let's look at that one, and then let's compare that. And you can see that's been a downward trend. And let's let's just go for since the beginning of the year, one one two thousand twenty two. Uh, that's been that's been the performance of the of the TLT, but the the inverse of that one, the TBT, that's been doing very very well as you can see. So here's the thing: if we can if we think that interest rates are going to continue to move higher, I would be in the TBT and not the TLT. Now I know that you know when you say for the long term, here's the thing about the long term. You know, Jane John Maynard Keynes said many years ago, the long term we're all dead. So Right now, the trend is for bonds to become worth less because interest rates are going up. But you can take advantage of that move by going with the TBT, which which is the inverse of the bond, and it's a it's a two x. So this one might be a better bet uh, when looking at you know when 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 when, look, when looking at the situation. So let's let's go with the TBT here. And kind of see sort of what's what's going on here. So you can see that's just moving up extremely nicely. And uh, pull that. Let me pull up the uh, the TBT slide here. Oh. Sometimes I have 
There we go. So this is the this is the um, this is the chart for the TBT, and the TBT has been moving up. So here's what I would recommend. As you can see, and and it is getting a little frothy, Charles. So I don't know if you want to go with this one, but the TBT, I think, is still kind of where you want to settle. I wouldn't buy this now. I'd wait for a pullback. This is a bit extended. Um, this is this is a bit a bit extended. I'd try to buy it closer to the 10-day line. This is going to eventually pull back to the 10-day line. That's why I think you, you possibly could buy it. Right now, we're way high above that 10-day line. We're 10% above that. So if you could buy it at about 32, that would be really good. This is 38 right now. So if you could wait, I think it's going to pull back a little bit when this thing pulls back, because I do expect over the next few months, uh, at, at least into next year, I do expect higher interest rates. We're going to get another interest rate hike. And, you know, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't prepared for this, but we're definitely going to get it. And this should do, this should make the TBT work pretty darn well. So, um, all right. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for, by the way, uh, on TikTok. Oh, here we go. MMTLP, Texas Oil and Tradable Dividend going uh, private suit. Interesting. Let's look, let's look at this one. Thank you very, very much for this is, um, this is, uh, from TikTok here. Uh, uh, so I want to, and unfortunately I don't have the feed where I can show the individual user from TikTok. So, but I'm going to try to try to put it as best I can here. Um, but, uh, this is a, you know, this is, this is, this is a TikTok. So, So this is from a TikTok follower, and I and I want to uh, look at this one because this is interesting. It's going private soon, so I don't normally buy them when when they're uh, when they're headed private. But I want to see this one because I do like the fact that it's in the in the royalty trust area, which has been a very very good area. TLP, oops, which is which has been a very good MMTL. P. Oh, unfortunately, it doesn't let me see it. So maybe a pink slip stock. But I definitely want to show you some. No, it's not in there. I want to show you the royalty trust area because this one does have some very interesting um, opportunities in it. And uh, this is the this is the oil and gas royalty trust area. Basically, all this is is it's just this is just pure dividends. Um, what happens here is um, they they just um, it's it's producing oil property and the dividend payout fluctuates by the um, basic basically by the uh, um, by by what oil is selling for on the open market. So let me show you that that interesting one. It's called Oil and Gas Royalty Trust. It's the number one performing area of the market currently, and I'm just going to show you that the whole the whole trust area but there are some things that we can we can look at in this area this is a 99 relative strength that means this is in the top one percent of stocks so this is a very good inflation hatches in this area the oil and gas royalty trust because the oil bills have already been drilled and basically what this is is this is just dividends as they come out of the ground so a lot of people don't invest you know don't know that even these things exist but this is a tremendous a way if you want to see your your uh, like 401k grow 
and in a, in a really tough market is that, is that you might want to look at this because these these guys already have drilled the wells. There's already oil there. I mean, it's it's basically just you're just depending on what the oil price is. That's what you're going to dividend is going to be. So a lot of people don't even know <laughs> these exist. So I'm going to show you the ones now. The biggest one, of course, is Texas Texas Pacific Land. This is a giant company. Actually, it's based here in Dallas. It's an old railroad, and it's all the oil properties that they used to own. But there's other ones that you might be interested in. I like this Permian Basin Royalty Trust. Uh, why? Because I think it's, you know, I think it's really a, a stable, nice stock that is probably going to continue to move up. Now, it's not exciting like a Tesla or something like that, but it is very reliable in terms of its payout. So let's look at this payouts here. And I think that's something, oops, I think that's something we really got to kind of look at uh, with regard. Let's just see if I'm, yeah, pull it back there. Okay, I'm back on the screen so I can show you kind of what I'm talking about here. Let's make it bigger. There we go. So let's make it. No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> so I pushed the wrong button. There we go. So this is the right button. There we go. All right. So now we're seeing the whole thing. All right. This is the Permian Basin Royalty Trust. And I mean, this, this one basically has gone up. These are sales now. Remember, Remember, this these this is these aren't operating companies. They're just just collecting money. It's like you can buy a piece of a royalty. So this one uh, last quarter was up a hundred and sixty percent in terms of uh, sales because the price of oil is gone. Also, if you'll notice, the profits were up one hundred and sixty-seven percent. Now, what's so fascinating about this is is that these basically have a have a um, a PE ratio, and they basically just pay out. Uh, this is pretty, you know, relative. It's the, the earnings aren't that stable because of the price of oil isn't that stable, but the return on equity. Look at this; it's a thousand percent almost. It's just incredible. And on the five-year range, it's been five, basically PE from five to sixty-two. So fascinating area here. I definitely think we're going to see these things move higher. This is called the Permian Basin Royalty Trust. And uh, it basically owns oil properties in the Permian Basin, which is the prime premier area uh, in the United States where they drill. Now, what's great about this is uh, it is it is right at the 50-day um, line. And as you can see it's getting support there. Came through a consolidation. This is in the top 2% of all stocks out there. It's up today. Look at the buying. And it's $18.91 a share. So I definitely think that this one has potential. If we see oil go up, this will go up as well. So if we go back to the monthly chart here and look, you can see that way back here in 2006 through eight, when we had the last downturn, look how it peaked. And it peaked up here at about $30. So this one potentially could double, I believe. Now, of course, there's no, there's no guarantees in life, but this one is not a bad, if you want to park some money, uh, this one this one is dependent, of course, on the price of oil. So Permian Basin Royalty Trust. Probably what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a little uh, study on the various royalty trusts out there because there are several of them. This isn't the only one out there. Uh, and I think this is, can be a very interesting area uh, to look at. All right. Well, thanks for that. And uh, let's go on to the next question. All right. Thanks. 
Thanks again. Nick. Hey, Nick. Uh, any thoughts on Google? Should I stay? Should I stay or should I go? Well, here's the thing about the former leaders, and this is one of the reasons why I opened a short on Tesla today. Tesla was very, very good to me in 2020, but, you know, every dog has its day, and sometimes, you know, and sometimes, you know, it, the best stocks that were the best stocks sometimes are the best shorts. Now, I'm not saying necessarily I would short uh, Google here, but let's take a look at the chart for Google because, um, you know, it, it uh, out of the Internet stocks, it is the premier one. I mean, you know, it's better than Amazon, better than anything else. But if you look at the, if you look at the chart, we have a, essentially a downward trend um, you know, we, we, we have a, we have a downward trend on the chart. Uh, let's go to, the, oh, there we go. So we have, we have a down, we have a downward trend on the Google chart here. And of course it says alphabet, but, uh, that obviously is Google. Uh, and on the alphabet chart, we do have this downward trend now it has been trying to break above the 21 day moving average, but I'm still not totally convinced here. Here's why. This is the trend, as you can see, we've moved from a confirmed downtrend to an uptrend, but I think this may be short-lived. Um, I am not convinced about it. I, first of all, I wouldn't do anything before uh, the, the earnings. Earnings are tomorrow. Depends on what the earnings say, but my guess is we're going to see lower earnings uh, for uh, Google. And why? Well, because things are changing. We're in a recession and in a recession, people just don't advertise as much. That's just a fact. Um, the last quarter, we, we had um, sales were increasing 13%. But I want to show you this, and this is very interesting with Google. The profits declined 1%. So the last quarter was the wake-up call for Google. My guess is we're going lower on Google. Also, if you notice the P-E ratio, it's very good at 19 for an Internet stock, which is fabulous. But I do, and it has good cash flow, but I just think that there's better, there's better fish in the sea out there right now. One thing I would like to show you here is if you compare Google to, let's see if we can, let's see if we compare Google to, um, uh, to ExxonMobil. Let's see what's happening. Well, if we're looking at ExxonMobil and Google, let's pull up the correct chart here. So here's part of the reason why I'm not really a fan of Google right now. If you look at Google and you compare it against ExxonMobil, you'll see that for this year, Google has underperformed Exxon tremendously. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's down significantly since the first of the year. It's down almost 25%, whereas ExxonMobil, which is in the oil and gas space, is up significantly. So that's one thing I think you want to make, take, a, um, take a look at, because I do think that that is a very important factor, uh, is that uh, I think with Google, you know, I, you know, I probably would sell, if going into earnings, I probably would sell it, because I do think it may move lower i just i just really do look nick i mean now you know i can't guarantee this usually what will happen is if it's not bad enough it, it'll be like a dead cat bounce
but the overall trend, unfortunately, unfortunately for Google, is lower. So, yeah, this is a tough one. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Pops meant, oh, 70. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see about uh, this one. Netflix. You know, interestingly enough, Netflix may have bottomed. I don't know uh, if Netflix has bottomed or not, but uh, I want to look at it anyways. Um, they did have some good earnings. and but, but the problem, of course, is that, you know, subscriber growth is going to be difficult. Now, they did pop on earnings. Oops, that's the wrong one. They did. They did pop. They did pop on earnings, and um, and that <coughs> you can see here. The problem, of course, is if we go back to um, the daily chart, would I buy that here? Well, I probably wouldn't. And the reason I wouldn't is even though we have, we're sort of starting to see an upward trend, we're still well below. This line here, and what is that line? That is the that is the 200-day moving average. So I don't really like to buy a stock until it's shown some progress against the 200-day moving average. Unfortunately, um, no, I'm sorry. This the the movement is still going out of the stock. Let's take a look at the technicals here. Yeah, 200-day moving average. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. We I guess we just did hit the 200-day moving average. It's right above the 200. I apologize. 370. Uh, is that right? 270. Excuse me. 270 is on the. Well, so it, it's it's moved above the 200-day moving average. So that that is a good sign. That is a good sign. That's definitely true. But I I just I get the willies here. Probably would not be a buyer for this right now. I would be a little bit careful on uh, Google just because I do think it's yeah. I just uh, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's ready to go yet. So it's kind of my my take on it. All right, question from Charles on BP. Uh, this is the area that I still like a lot, of course, and that's the only gap. And BP is one of the one of the majors and a very significant stock. Let's see if we've got the no. It's going to give us the. There we go. So that's BP. So now we're seeing it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oops. So this is BP here. And, uh, so. Trying to bring this forward. My first couple years trying to get uh, theater, I watch officer, and, and battle watch captain qualified. I'm wondering if there's crossover between battle watch captain and group watch captain, what I would just recommend to my other O5. So there you go. Um, on BP, let's see. Huh, okay, well, for some reason, I'm not picking that up. BP, there we go. So there's BP. And is that viable? 
Well, it's getting to the point where it is. Um, we, we definitely, if, you, if we draw a reversal line here, come on, baby. There we go. If we draw a reversal, we definitely moved above the reversal line. This definitely gapped up on earnings, which looks pretty good. So I'm just checking the earnings here. Yes, look at that. Sales were up 85%. Profits were up, boy, 230%. This is amazing. Uh, cash flow is strong. You've got nice return on equity. Five is the PE ratio. Wow, that's really good. I I think yeah. I think I think definitely. Um, you know, this is this is a winner here. Uh, so I definitely think you could you could go with BP. This is a, this is viable, and uh, it's it's in a buy range. And this is a good company. This is you know this is the kind of thing. At least for right now, I think that's kind of where you ought to be kind of really concentrating your, your uh, looking here, but uh, BP is viable. Now, so, you know, oops, come on. There we go. <laughs> I had the wrong one. So BP is definitely viable here. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for watching today. Um, if you want to get, again, if you want to get the, um, the, the, uh, the ready list, um, you know, that's super easy. Just, just go to, um, you know, just go to HTTPS colon slash slash bitly slash DTF. And this is an underscore here, RL, and, uh, you'll be able to get that ready list, uh, as well. I'll be back tomorrow. Of course. Um, I didn't, I think I did everybody yet. I will be back tomorrow. If you can, it really helps me. If you can, uh, go ahead and smash that like button because that gets us out to a lot of people. So smash that like button, like button, please. And also, if you're not already a member, just go to YouTube at uh, Dallas Trading Floor and then subscribe, please. I appreciate that. And we will be back uh, tomorrow again at 5 o'clock. Happy trading, everybody. Stay safe. <laughs>